You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. America's fight against terrorism at home and abroad. Authorities have arrested two men who were allegedly plotting attacks on New York. Ali Kurani of the Bronx and Samer El Debeck of Dearborn, Michigan. These men were charged with training and working on behalf of Hezbollah, a U.S. designated terrorist organization based in Lebanon. Thank God these guys were picked up. Imagine what could have happened had these terrorists not been caught. Another Pulse nightclub-style massacre or San Bernardino all over again? It's a frightening thought. But what's even more frightening is that those were just two terrorists. The FBI is investigating radical terrorists in all 50 states. So there are many more living among us waiting to strike. Meantime in London, counter-terrorism police have arrested three men on terror charges after overnight raids. But the three are just needles in the haystack. Some 23,000 suspects are being monitored in the UK, including some 400 that actually fought for the Islamic State in Syria. Joining me now, the founder of the American Truth Project, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, when you look at their counter-terror efforts, it's almost like whack-a-mole in the UK right now. I mean, how do you explain this? Like, why does this just keep happening? You would think that, you know, the, the culture is embracing people and loving people. Shouldn't these, you know, terrorists love back? You know, I got a couple questions for you, Steph, and it's the perfect question to be asking because it applies to the United States as well. Imagine you've got your best players in an NBA game and they're watching from the stands and then the coach says, oh my gosh, it's late in the third quarter. We're down by 75 points. You guys get in there and win the game for us. That's exactly what Britain has decided to do. It's late in the third quarter. They're down by 70 something points. And now they're going to start whacking the moles. 20,000 suspects are being monitored, several hundred thousand in the database that they have done absolutely nothing about. Meanwhile, for uh, over a decade, radical imams are preaching in mosques all over Britain, destroy Britain, enforce Sharia law, and kill the infidels. And you know what Britain has done? Absolutely nothing, because they want to prove they're a liberal, progressive, accepting society. Well, they do nothing. And then they tell people just to get used to it because that's, you know, part of living in a big city. It's just totally normal for, you know, teenagers and kids to have their limbs blown off at a concert. I mean, again, this just it was so absurd. And the people should be outraged. And I know that they are. But sometimes maybe we don't hear the outrage because the mainstream media uh, aren't focusing on it. And we know this, you know, they have this uh, some sort of narrative. And, you know, this this week, it was rather rich. We actually caught fake news CNN, a, a citizen journalist filmed CNN staging a fake news report and we have that video roll tape.
Barry, this is why they call CNN very, very fake news. As a reporter and somebody who used to go out and shoot their own reports with a camera, like what we saw was not normal. CNN says, oh, well, you know, that's just how we do reports. Nothing to see here. You know, we're just trying to get good shots. That's not how it works. You know, you, you oh. definitely consider the shots when you're a reporter. You try to get the wide shot, the close up, you know, get a feel of the atmosphere. But you saw them like literally like directing people over to the street uh they they probably handed out signs and you know this is when you watch the video when they're piling in you're thinking you know three two one fake news action what you saw was the most egregious fake news creation in the history of televised news they took cops that were white kicked them out of the scene rounded up black cops to bring them in to show that Britain is progressive. And then they went out and got volunteers, Muslim volunteers, and handed them signs, put about six or seven of them in a very tight shot, and made it appear the street was full of thousands of women against jihad. And when CNN got busted, they had nothing to say. And you know what's even worse? That reporter still has her job. And her producer is on the job today in Britain reporting more fake, made-up stories, just like this. Yeah, I was going to ask you if this reporter still had her job, because that was really, really unethical uh, in every way, shape, or form. Uh, and again, I just want to be clear what this was about. This was an anti-terror Muslim protest. So again, oh, this is significant. This is the narrative that they're pushing. It was a staged anti-terror Muslim protest, mothers against jihad, as if there is such a group. That's what's so discouraging. And the BBC was there and helped organize it. Why? Because it fits the progressive narrative of the British government, which is we're an inclusive, accepting society, and we allow everybody to say whatever they want, which means there are thousands of imams right now, this week, preaching hatred and jihad in Britain from their pulpits. And the British government is doing nothing about it. And they wonder why terror is growing in Britain. Well, and I saw this other disturbing uh, social media post. It was from a police department in the UK. And they were basically telling people, you know, that, you know, nothing to do about terrorism. This is, they're, they're attacking free speech. It says, we, we would remind all so, so social media users to think carefully about what they are saying before posting messages online. Although you may believe your message is acceptable, other people may take offense and you could face a large fine or up to two years in prison if your message is deemed to have broken the law. So, you know, this is they're specifically talking about people that, you know, might talk about radical Islamic terror. You, you just can't do that, can you? No, in fact... The British electorate is so disgusted. Um, the prime minister, May, was so far ahead in the polls, she called a snap election, which was yesterday, and lost her majority in parliament because British citizens are fed up that the federal government in Britain has been completely unable to stop terrorism because their policies are crazy backwards, like you just pointed out. The police are threatening people with prison terms if they tweet something, but they're not doing anything about radical imams preaching the destruction of Britain, an institution of Sharia law. 
Yeah. It's crazy. It, it's backwards. It is. And then I'm looking at home and I was reading some headlines and I found this and it, it made me kind of, you know, like scratch my head. It says uh, the way we talk about terror attacks is actually helping the extremist cause. And so I read the article and they were basically this reporter, Alan Green with Quartz. He was saying that, you know, anytime there's an attack, we should never, ever mention the fact that it was, you know, a radical Islamic terror. We should just call it an attack. But again, if you can't define the enemy, how are you going to defeat it? You know, I, I think back to World War II. Can you imagine if we called the Nazis Germans that are misguided, they're not true Germans, and we were referred to Imperial Japan as, well, that's just the emperor, and later Mao Zedong is just a misguided communist. Would that have saved any lives? No. What it would have done would have allowed our homeland to have not defeated what would have been the end of civilization as we know it. If you can't name the enemy, you can't fight the enemy, and you can't beat the enemy. These, this progressive, inclusive, everybody's great, everybody gets a trophy, everybody's nice mentality will eventually allow for our destruction. And, and really quickly, I wanted to get your reaction to this. So then I went to the so-called fact checker Snopes, and uh, they had some sort of report out. It says, who is more of a threat? Far right or Muslim extremists? Like, what do they even mean by this? Far right extremists? I think what they mean is um, you've got Islamic fundamentalists blowing up nightclubs and buses and subways and hacking people to death in public places. And that's a certain amount of bad versus right wing people who are very conservative in their values, which is worse. If they can't even have a rational, quick answer to their own question, you have to disregard sources like this because they have drunk the Kool-Aid and they're on their way down the spiral. Yeah. They're gone. That's why I call uh, Snopes a fake news fact checker. I guess, you know, they're, <laughs> I'm sorry, they are a fake fact checker and I don't think they're reliable. And it's really sad because a lot of people do go to Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.